Hello and welcome to the Limitless Podcast with me, Joshua Patterson. I'm passionate about sharing the stories of courage and resilience. Each week, I will be interviewing extraordinary people from all different walks of life who saw past their statistics, who turn personal moments of adversity into strength. My hope is that this podcast can inspire you to step outside of your limits and achieve things you thought never possible. Welcome to Limitless. After completing my challenge from John O'Groats to learn Zen by wheelchair, I cannot even begin to tell you how stripped back my body felt. I took an absolute beating, both mentally and physically, and so it's been really important to my recovery to feed my body with goodness every day and get myself back to feeling nourished from inside out. It was a massive relief to discover Athletic Greens because they have the essential vitamins and minerals needed to get my health back on track. I'm really grateful to Athletic Greens supporting this episode of Limitless. They give people the opportunity to achieve their optimal health and I'm just so impressed to how dedicated they are to helping their customers feel empowered and limitless. So to anyone out there who wants to see the results for themselves, head over to athleticgreens.com limitless for more details and for an amazing 20 free travel packs valued at 77 euros with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com limitless. Thank you, Athletic Greens. It is with real pleasure that I introduce someone who is incredibly close to me and has really opened my mind to the concept that is limitless. Ben Tansley and I go back almost 10 years. Ever since his near-fatal accident, it has really thrown into perspective the respect and appreciation I have for him. He's opened my eyes to a new world of disability and inspiration. How are you doing, brother? Good, brother, yeah. Thanks for having me. I am so happy to have you on this podcast. I mean, I know we've done a lot together, quite a lot together over the last two years. How... Have you found the last couple of years? Um, it's been a whirlwind. I mean, we've done a, we've done a lot really since um, being paralysed. It's it's almost been enjoyable though. Like it's it's honestly, I, I tell everybody at the minute, it's it's almost like my life has loads more purpose now. I know it sounds um, maybe crazy to certain people, but your accident happening that day, I think, was honestly one of the greatest gifts to happen to not only you, but to me and my life as well. People may not understand that, but I think if you look at how you've responded to it and what you've achieved since it, I think your attitude to life, to people, I think, you know, the impact you've had on my life and hopefully the impact that I'm having on other people's lives, it's just been the most incredible two years. It really has. And by no means have we taken our foot off the pedal. I mean, we are accelerating at you know pretty fast pace, and it just leaves me so excited for what is ahead. And I think the passion that you and I have together, you know, this is why Limitless I think is just such a, a you know a key mantra for me in my life. You know, every single day that we're on this planet, we are here to prove that it, we are limitless and and we are capable of doing what we want. I mean, the fact that you've been told medically that you will not walk again. You know, you said to me recently that, you know, your biggest inspiration of all is that you walk Fern down the aisle when she gets married and you will do it. Yeah, that was, that was always my drive. And I mean, my, the kids have been my driver factor 
for this whole recovery. And I honestly say, if if I didn't have the children, my whole outlook on the injury and how positive I've been would be completely different. For me, the day I had the children, I mean, you know this now, so your life is no longer about you, it's about the kids. So I'm always telling them life's short, you know, you have to do what makes you happy. So I thought if the first big thing to happen in my life, you know, being told you're never going to walk in, if the kids see me give up and, and go from being this super dad who does everything to somebody who's just give up down in the dumps, I'm not teaching them the best things about life and so I've just wanted to show them that I was still going to be the same dad you know if Jude wanted to go play football on a Sunday and that was raining loads and we had to get in the middle of a field I've still gone and done that you know no matter how dirty it made me and how hard it was I've just done it just to show him that like sometimes life gives you a hiccup throws you a curveball but you kind of just got to continue and my life has changed you know your life has changed since it but you know I wouldn't I wouldn't change it you know honestly if 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 you said would you go back and change it I, I wouldn't because so much good has come from it. and not just like, like for me for you so many people I honestly believe and we've said this together that everything happens for a reason it doesn't make sense at the time but eventually it will good and always comes from bad always always comes from bad but do you know what by you sharing your voice and what you've been through, and we know that it's having that impact on people's lives, hopefully more people, when they incur an injury like this or are even born into something like this, you know, they're better prepared or inspired to know that life can be lived and live fulfilled. See, I I generally tell everybody, like, it was almost, like, looking back on my life of of things I've done, it was almost like this this accident was always going to happen. And I generally do live my life like that and always have done everything happens for a reason. But just even to the type of sport I used to do, like, you know, from a young age I played football with all my friends, but then I didn't really like that, so I started boxing from about the age of sort of 10 onwards. And the boxing is such an individual sport, so you get out what you put in, you know, the harder you train, the better you'll be, and nobody else is in that ring to help you. So... To come to this injury, which is the same sort of principle for me, it's, it's, it's nobody else is going to help me walk. You can get all the good advice you want, but unless you implement it and you go in there and do the effort, um, it's not going to happen. So I think even things like that from the, the sport I've done was just setting me up to, to take this as I have. I think the thing I've found, like obviously you know, I, I speak to, to hundreds of people in wheelchairs who have, who have been in wheelchairs for 15 years and just newly newly injured people um and I, and I always tell them like i'm yet to find somebody though who who is down in the dumps like everybody i've met in a wheelchair is generally okay with it it's just how long it's taken them to get to that point like i i accepted it within the first two or three days like i just thought right but that's my mindset but then i've met people who didn't do anything for probably six years and that is the thing about the social media platform and, and seeing me doing things. Well, we recently just inspired um, a friend of mine, Jason. He'd been paralysed, I think, six, seven years now. Real strong mindset, but used to be a keen cyclist and everything before. And, he, and he's thrown a lot of time at physio and things, but I don't think he'd ever done anything since the accident in terms of pushing himself or achieving a goal so um to watch us do the berlin marathon i came in after that and he was asking me loads of questions and he said oh you know like i might want to do a challenge soon but i knew he was so intrigued by it but he might not take that step to kind of go and actually do it so i booked him in for the paris marathon i mean he turned 50 this year so i booked him in for the paris marathon without me knowing and just went into physio and said look here's your spot 
you know, and do it. And, and he has done it. He's driven. You can get him on a ski erg and like, he will out ski erg me. Like if you said to him, do that for 24 hours, he's got that mindset. He wouldn't stop, but he just needed that little push to go out of his comfort zone and sign up for something out of that physio kind of area. Um, it's a knock on effect as well. You know, I remember you getting a text from his daughter and just the pride and the gratitude of, of her daddy doing this, this marathon was just, I remember you and I, man, we were just absolutely elated by it because it's you, infectious. You, oh, it's yeah. so infectious. It's the best feeling in the yeah. world. You know, I think what's been so special about our, our relationship is how close this has brought, you know, you and I together. And they I are think, definitely close. And, uh, you know, I mean, we've always got along, but we are really close now. And that is, I mean, you've, took on to this and you've met this community of people and you've kind of flown with it really which is it's good it's do you know why because i i find this industry dead I, I like you know i can talk about it on my podcast because it's personal to me but yeah i'm so uninspired by so many things and so frustrated with how many approaches there are or attitudes to life and it gets me down. It gets me really down. And if people don't see me post on social media, it's because I've become uninspired, you know, and this is why I'm so grateful to have a friend like you in my life, because you are what give me that inspiration to do what I do and the drive to achieve what I achieve. And it can be tough at times, you know, and, and, and that's why it's kind of been so important for me to kind of propel people like yourself with the platform that I have, because do you know what, a lot of the stuff in life can be so menial. It really can. And I think I have no idea how long my, my career is going to last in this industry, but what was really important for me is that if my time comes to an end tomorrow, I can look back at it and actually, what I want to be remembered for and what I want to know that I achieved is, for instance, you know, my best friend having an accident and look what we've done off the back of me. I mean, in two years with, with the platform that we've had, you know, we've done a Berlin marathon together. We've, we've done, you know, John O'Groats to, to Land's End together. We filmed a documentary, which you and I have aspirations to hopefully one day get on a network. You know, we're taking the ball by the horns and, this is when I feel very grateful for this industry when I do have this platform and, and the network that, you know, I'm very lucky to have around me that I can propel you and where I want you to be, because I think there needs to be more, there needs to be more humans like you mate, out there, because I think you are, and you're very humble. This will make you very uncomfortable me saying this, but you are a star, like you are an anomaly and you are a gift to this world. People feel safe around you and they feel inspired and they laugh. And I just think there needs to be more individuals that like you out there and you are sincere and you really, the empathy you feel. And again, I think this is the gift of this accident happening to you is that because you're a father, you just get it and you care so much and you're not driven by materialistic things or monetary things. You really are just driven by life and living it. I think for me, that's my, my life has always been like that. I am just happy with, with being happy. The things I loved about me was just the fact that I always had the ability to just go anywhere, do anything, I, and always believed in myself. So no matter what challenge, and I'm still the same now, you know, like if you said to me today, let's go to John O'Groats and we're going to do that again, um, with no training, I know in my heart I could do that straight off the cuff. It might take me six months, but I would get there. But for me, 
losing that ability like I you know I've got a business and I've always worked hard but I always knew in the back of my head and I've not been driven by money or anything like that but if anything failed I always knew I could get on a plane I could go anywhere in the world and I could find a friend or make a friend and I could you know work in a bar I could do anything just because I had that belief in myself but now that is that is kind of my superpower has been taken away in 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 some respects, like that freedom to just get on a plane and go away. Um, you know, and it is harder to engage with people a little bit being in a wheelchair now. Um, I still can, you know, and you do have a story to tell. But I think naturally your initial reaction, if you are able-bodied is that when you see somebody with a disability, you feel sorry for them. And I think that's one thing that you and I are trying to change right now is that because we've been exposed to this community, there is nothing to feel sorry no. for. These individuals live their life to the max and some of them don't know any different. They, they, you know, they enjoy day-to-day life like anybody else does. Of course, naturally, there are inconveniences, but that's up to individuals like you and I to spread that awareness and make sure that things like the facilities are implemented, that yeah. the awareness is there, that that social divide is is broken down yeah there is um i mean there's some amazing people in in wheelchairs like they're, they're really they really are that's the first thing i said to my dad when i was in hospital you know kind of second or third day i kind of was in and out of consciousness it was the hardest thing for my dad to deal with really he still sometimes struggles seeing me because i went from being so athletic to this lad who was just achieving things to now kind of being a little bit restricted in his eyes um he struggled with it, but I woke up and I said, oh, what, you know, what you got a sad face for? And he said, well, mate, you know, look, look what's happened. And I said, don't worry about that. I said, I'm going to be a Paralympian. But then actually coming away from that, there are some amazing people in wheelchairs and trying to find a sport that you excel at. It is hard work. There is some great athletes out there and people just don't give them credit. I mean, we met David Weir and to be honest with you, that, that man is, is a machine in a wheelchair. I don't think he sometimes gets the credit he deserves because he, he is a, an amazing athlete. Well, this is the thing. I think, again, we, you know, a lot of individuals who haven't necessarily been exposed to disability just assume that because they're able-bodied, they have an advantage. You know, like when I do these challenges in the wheelchair, a lot of individuals feel like I'm cheating or, or you know, I'm, I'm stealing things from things. And the reality is they have no idea. Like by being able-bodied, doing what these individuals are doing, you are at such a disadvantage. When, I got, when you was doing this, I got a lot of messages as well saying, Look, you know, why is he doing this? And and I think they just had that expectation that because you was able-bodied, you'd get in a wheelchair and you'd do it quicker than anybody else. And I just thought, you know, that this is probably the opposite. You try sticking up with David around the track, you know, you just wouldn't do it. Never. Um, I mean, just, just to sum up how quick David Weir is, and I'm not even exaggerating this, the fastest I've ever gone on a flat is 60 miles an hour. That's the slowest David Weir goes in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, okay. He can go up to, I believe, 24 miles an hour. Something like that, I think. Yeah, he, he is... Uh, he's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, this is. is this is a guy who's won 28 medals for, for Great Britain. He's won seven London marathons. I think he broke the world record last year. And he has the Weir Archer Academy, who, who have trained myself, and, and Tano has come down and joined. And they're just you know, inspiring and creating some of the most sensational athletes who I had the absolute privilege of training with twice a week. I mean, wow, we have an exciting future ahead of us in in disability sports and it's only going to get better. And, I, you know, that's why it's so key, I think, to subject so many able-bodied people to disability sports because when you actually understand it, it's so exciting, so exciting. You just don't realise what 
people can do. I think the human body is a, is amazing. You know, I've I had a couple of people before I was in a wheelchair, a couple of people training in the gym, and I can always remember used to think, oh, you know, just just think, no, you know, what shame his legs don't work. But there's so much more to it. What these people go through, you know, they they come out at the end of it just being remarkable, really, because there is there's just so much more to the injury than than meets the eye as well. And what I think people, or what we would love people to know, is that I say this a lot, but too often in life, we're given a statistic and we take that as fact. And in reality, it, it kind of is because of the number of people that that may have yeah. been the case for. But what I really, really want people to understand, if you're listening to this, is that in life, you may be given these statistics, but it is so important that you create your own. And I don't care if the odds are against you. I don't care if 400 million have, have been able to achieve what they set out to do. You are that different. And, and that's why I think it's been so eye-opening to see Tano's story, is that he has been told that he's never going to walk again. And in theory, they are right, but there's still a chance. And you've got to take that chance. Don't allow whatever it is that you're going through to beat you, because... That's what's exciting is the prospect of actually beating it. It's, it's mindset. And I've always been driven by that. You know, if you ever want to get me to do something, if you said, I don't think you can do that, then that is the biggest driving force to me because I just I just like doing things people people say I can't. And I've done some stupid things over the years to prove that. But I mean, I, I heard it a number of times, like whilst in hospital from different doctors and stuff, like, you know, you're never going to walk again. But the first time I heard it, well, no, it wasn't. It was actually from the surgeon who who operated on me. She'd done the operation, then she went on holiday the next day for two weeks. So when she came back, I'd already kind of heard it from other people. But um, she sat down and said, uh, I'm ever so sorry, she, but you're, you know, you're never going to walk again. And I said, well, how, how do you know that? And she said, well, you know, just people in your position, she said, you didn't just break your back, but that almost exploded. She said, very highly unlikely. And I said, well, you've gone from never going to walk to very highly unlikely within a 10-minute conversation. I got my head around it instantly. I thought, right, what's the worst here? You're in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. This this is you. And I dealt with that. I thought, right, it is what it is. You know, that's just been my mindset. I'm quite resilient to things as well. So I just thought, right, that is it. If that's the worst that that can be, then anything after this now is going to be going to be a bonus. So I kind of accepted that I'm always going to be in a wheelchair, but I kind of didn't want to be so I've, I've had that driving force to do that but um it's, it's the reason i'm doing so well i mean i'm i'm doing better than anyone ever ever thought i was and i can only put that down to like just just not having down days if you look past what appears to be hard it no longer becomes hard it you know it is all a mindset but again is, i think yeah. you've just got to make sure that the right people are around you to enable you to have that mindset. I mean, that's a, big, that's a big thing I always get wrong. You know I do. Like, I'll sign myself up for things. My, my mindset is a hell of a lot stronger than sometimes my body is. My body will always get there and I will never stop. But the amount of challenges I sign myself up for because I believe in my head I could do it easy, I don't really train for things that like I should do. And then halfway through, my body is like, mate, you've done it again. <laughs> like, keep pushing. But I have the mindset to get to the end. Well, the body's a vessel for the mind, right? Because how many times have you and I done a challenge together? The body's broken, but the mind... I mean, when we did Berlin, your wrist went in mile 12. And I mean, when I say it went, there was a tennis ball size lump on it. You, I, was, I mean, I you, was you pushing with just my with thumb. With just your single thumb. Yeah. 
together we got you through that because that was excruciating and there was nothing in the world that was going to stop you from finishing that that he was more of a hindrance at times definitely you know like (laughs) i think i must have been a good 25 miles in 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 the hurt locker like i was having a mental battle with myself just thinking just keep pushing and then i can remember you coming up behind me like tano tano have you seen the architecture out there? <laughs> and I was like, mate, I do not need to be hearing that. It's a beautiful that. city. It's, it's a beautiful city. And then the next one, you know, we'd be going along, he was like, cool, have you had these wine gums? Really <laughs> I was thinking, mate, just, just leave me. I'm pushing, I'm pushing. Oh, do you know, yeah. that's the first time I experienced like a real sugar rush where sugar just became the best ally. I'd never, because obviously we were so depleted at that point, just to have that hit was just It's actually the first time I've, I've noticed it as well because those bananas, I can remember having them and then 20 minutes later I was like whoa here we go and that stood out for me actually how much nutrition yeah just nutrition actually you think cool your body your body needs it it's funny how little things happen it just stands out but that was that was a big lesson I think what people will probably be skeptical of though because everyone has their down days you know you've been very honest with me and so many people when you've spoken about it and said that really in your life since the accident you, you kind of cried once for sort of 10 minutes and it wasn't really so much about the fact that you were paralysed, it was more just the fact that, you know, it was pr- protecting, man, man protecting your children. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was protecting your children. You're just showing that there is so much strength from the vulnerability that you're feeling right now. And that, you know, in all honesty, there are days where I'll get a phone call from him and, you know, you are feeling a little bit low or you'll stay in bed a little bit longer than you usually do. But what's so good about him is that he's proactive. You're very receptive to it, which I think is great. I have to battle myself at days like so I've been so busy and I'm always you know and I, for anyone dealing with anything I think that is always a good thing to just stay busy I had a balance of where I was doing so much I'd forgot kind of like what life was as well you know like every day I've just just doing nothing really so I tailored back the physio and things like that but then when I had a day where I didn't have much to do you know I'd sat around my body probably needed it but then at the end of the day I'd, I'd kind of had a mental battle of like you know, why have you not done anything learning to walk today? You know, what you, and then uh, so part of me feels like I should be doing something, but then the other part is like, look, you need this break of a down day. And now, you know, I, every now and then, if I don't, I'll, I'll go sit down near the river and I'll have a few hours there, which is, is a good thing. Like, I, I suggest that to anybody, you know, just a little time to sit down by yourself and reflect on what's been going on and reflect on how you're feeling. I think if you can sit down and work out why you're feeling like things and what you know once you can get your head around them it's, it's a good way of controlling your own body and understanding what, you, what you're thinking and what direction you want to go in so I, I, I actually love a day just sitting by myself we have to nourish ourselves and I don't think we do I think we acknowledge that we're stressed that life is so fast paced and yet we don't really act to, on it no, and just, actually sometimes you know I find myself walking through a park sunny day and you, you do you literally go well, this is really nice why do I not do this more yeah do you know what's been an eye-opener for me in our relationship is that I take such strength from your attitude and your journey because, you know, every day I struggle with my anxiety. You know, it, it is a battle and I can't understand it. You know, I will try and live a very positive life. I'm surrounded by such wonderful people um, and I work very hard to understand it. But there are days, as you know, where I just wake up and I just I'm, I'm out of sync and I'm very, very aware to never allow it to affect people. And if anything, I see it as a gift because actually 
it has made me empathetic. It has made me aware of what I'm going through. And, and certainly, I think since I've become a father, I would say it's made me a better father for it, to be honest. You know, I'm so aware of India and, and how she behaves and what she does and understanding the situations. But I think I take such strength from you with your journey where if I'm having a bit of a bad day, I kind of reflect on on kind of what you've been through and, and how you react to things that are going on in your life. And, you know, you've just been such a support and an asset to me because I would say these last two years have probably been some of the toughest years of my life. A lot has gone wrong. And to have you at the end of the phone, I'm just, I am so internally grateful for. And I, I don't know where I'd be right now in life, to be honest, if I didn't have you in my life. I really, I really don't. But then I could say the same about you. I mean, you came to see me the first day and obviously that gave me a great platform instantly. I mean, I've not that Instagram's anything to go by, but I went from like 2,000 followers to like 20,000 followers. And all those messages is lovely, is reading them is lovely. But, and I struggled with, all that inspiration, people saying, oh, you're inspirational. Yeah, I struggled to, to get that first. And I still struggle a little bit because I, I generally just feel I'm being myself. I, I'm no different than it was before. But thinking about it, that's probably the inspiring bit. Like, I haven't let it change me. And I, I get messages about everything, like people saying, you know, watching me with the family. And generally, this uh, I had one from a lady saying she'd, she'd stopped herself committing suicide just through seeing me and the children wow. playing. She had her own children, and sometimes you get messages on and you think, oh, is this, is this general? But I'd spoke to her over a year ago um, about normal life, just every chat. So I generally think that was a true message. So they go from like that extreme to even just like, you know, thank you, you've made my day a little bit more positive. I was feeling a bit down. But I always tell to people that that helps me as well, you know, to get that feedback from people to say, look, this is what you're doing. It almost, like, I, I, believe it happened for a reason but it's almost it cements that like look look at the good you're doing so everybody helps everybody don't they you know so like how you're saying i've helped you you know you've helped me not just from the instagram sort of thing but the bond we've got now and the things we are doing it's just it tells us so it's almost like like i said even even if you having your profile and becoming friends when we did it's almost like that was just all part of that story like you was meant to do that this was going to happen to me and that's going to lead to this and and i truly believe that I just think there's so many moments, mate, where I'm so, so proud. You know, when we had our premiere of the documentary and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm stood there staring at you and there's just people applauding you and there's press invested in you and sharing the story. It's just, it's amazing. It really is amazing. And I, I look at, the, you know, the, how your relationship with your children has developed over time. I have such an amazing bond with both my children and I, I always have done. You know, it's kind of always been us three from... from the time firm was two really you know I split up with the mum quite early so we do have an amazing bond but it's just you know I always say they've probably learnt more about life in this last two years than I could have ever dreamed of teaching them in terms of like just just how life can be you know I think life is a constant adaption isn't it you know whether you're walking or, or anything there's always something you need to adapt to you know whether it's your surroundings or relationships or whatever so to see this and just say look you know you might set out to do this but halfway through this something might change you've got to go this direction but the main key is to just smile and just adapt realize this is it you know so to adjust adjust what you're doing and, and continue to be happy so they've learned more about that in this last two years than i could have ever hoped for and no matter what it is you do if something doesn't make you happy change it you know if there's something you want to do go do it because you never know what's around the corner well, i think it's just how you look at life you know it's 
you know, even like we had discussions this morning before doing this podcast, you know, it's, it's but up, you know, I haven't cleaned my bowels out yet. You know, I'm probably going to have to do it when we get to the studio and you talk openly about your bowels. And I think, you know, it makes a lot of people maybe feel uncomfortable. It's very much a taboo subject, but this is some of the harsh realities as much as you're positive, as much as you love life and everything that's going on in it. Some of the challenges you face are just going to the toilet. The facilities aren't appropriate. The time it takes, you know, is it what, two hours? It takes about an hour and a half. I mean, that's, that is the biggest and they're the things people don't see and, and generally from the bottom of my heart if you said to me would you rather walk or would you rather your bladder and bowels be, be better I would take bladder and bowels all day long I mean there are so many hidden disabilities what people don't even see and and I you know like I said we've got two people who train in the in the gym and I, just, I see them they've been paralysed not once did I ever look at them and think Cool, but how do they go to the toilet or can they have children? That never, ever entered my head until you're in that position, laying on a hospital bed, you know, and you've got someone having to roll you over to give you an enema to make you go to the toilet. Like those things just, just you don't think of that. But, you know, you, that spinal cord controls everything below that level of injury. There's so much you don't see from the doctors, they don't tell you. So, you know, just through speaking to other people in wheelchairs, the other day, like I've I've learnt this year that when I'm in direct sunlight, I sweat like hell, and and that's just something I didn't do last year. It's just something new. I've never sweated. I burn now. I never burned. But through speaking to someone else who I'd helped previously in hospital, he's not been injured half. He said, "Oh well, I use these patch things. They stop me sweating." So just through that communication and being open about things, he he's kind of helped me. So you know, it's just talking. If anyone's about to face something in their life right now no matter how big or small it is and they are doubting themselves what advice can you give them to get through it it's just shift that mindset and actually believe in yourself you know because whatever you do if you go in with a positive attitude to it you're gonna you're gonna do your best so if i set out and i believe i can do a marathon you know even if i don't i've finished three quarters of the way you know I think that's the best I'd have done. If I went in thinking I'm never going to do this, I might stop after a quarter. So it's just having that positive and self-belief, just think, right, I can do this. And just, yeah, I mean, self-belief, that is just shift that mindset and think, right, I'm going to do as as good as I can. What's the aspirations for you, do you think, in the future? Like, where where do you see yourself and what is it you want to... I really enjoy meeting people who have just been injured for me i'd love to be able to be in that position just to just go around and and help people because I, I generally that you know so rewarding uh, and i've only i've only been to see a few people I, I met a young lad his parents contacted me and said look he's, he's been paralyzed a few months been a bit down the dumps but we found you on instagram you know you look really positive you're still living your life you know you're going out with the boys and you know nothing's stopping you can you come see him and i went to see him and just said look you know there is life after this like anything you thought you was going to do you still can do takes a bit more planning you know things are a little bit harder but you can still do it watching him now on his instagram like he's in la at the minute i i think oh, did i did i flip that switch to allow him to go do that i love things like that because that just it is you're changing somebody's life so i know we both have ambitions regarding the london marathon you know it's it's such a, a personal city to me now that it's home your aspiration is that you want to walk it one day. One day. Which we'll do. Yeah. It's not a case of if, no, it's no, it's when. We will, we will do that we will one do day. It. Yeah. It's going to take yeah. time, but we'll do it. Might take us 
six months. Might do, but <laughs> no. we'll get there. Oh, I do it, yeah. I think we're looking, hopefully, to maybe start our own charity in time. I think this is That's a discussion a that we're, we're having. So, fingers crossed, we could achieve that. For sport and goods, like, I'd like to give, because things cost a lot of money. So, to give young people or any anyone who's at home with not the, the access to a racing wheelchair, if we could fundraise for them and then go around and say, look, here's your wheelchair watch them get out of the house, get on the track, get trained. You know, that is so rewarding as well. But, you know, that's something we'll look at in the future. I think it's having that mentality of instead of saying, what more can I get? It's what what can I give? Who would you like to thank? Who's Who's been an inspiration or a support network that you would like to show gratitude for? Um, I think you, you know, I mean, you helped me tell a story. You've radiated that and... To be honest with you, that is the best thing to come from my injury, is the story to tell on a platform to tell it. And that's been the most rewarding thing for me. So without you, you know, I wouldn't be that. So that is, I'm very grateful for that. And I genuinely do mean that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just everybody. I like, you know what I'm like? I'm, I'm thankful for everything. You know, the, the children have been the biggest thing as well. But I mean, they have been my whole life. Just friends, family, everybody, you know, and I've, I've, met a lot of people you know who have become friends because of it so it's just, just there's just so much good to come from it so you know I think the nurses in your ward were just sensational as well weren't yeah, they I just, I just I've not it's not been a bad experience for me like I can't put one negative on it and that is a general truth from I think Kate as well has been yeah, amazing Kate, yeah yeah I mean she, she's been there she's tough and it's you know that's a, a whole different ball game as well like what you do as a relationship that's just been tough you know up, up and downs but you you work through it um there is loads more to it that that you don't put on social media and stuff like that like personal things but you know you get there so i've just everything's been good there's not one bad thing come from it other than the fact i'm only three foot when i'm sat down <laughs> six foot four when you're standing so, yeah six foot you know a friendship is turned into a brotherhood where i you know i, I honestly do see you as my brother and my family you know, and I've already said it, but I'm just internally grateful to have you in my life. And, you know, I know that I'm going to have my challenges and I'm going to have my dark days and, you know, my battle with my anxiety, I think will be there for how long I don't know. But knowing that I have you in my life as my support network makes me feel a little bit easier about that challenge every single day. Just look for the positive in things, because no matter what you're going through, how bad it seems, there's always something good you can look for if you want to. Oh, mate, I think that's just the perfect way to end it. Okay, mate, thank you so, so much for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Limitless. This podcast is something that I'm so passionate about and would love it if you would let me know your thoughts and opinions by leaving a rating and a review in the comment section. It really helps me to spread the word If you think this story might resonate with someone you know, then please share it with your friends and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes every Thursday where I'll be talking to more inspirational guests who have seen past their limits. Until next time.